Hello. Hi, hi, hi. It's July and I'm Talia Dude from the Astro Twins here with Felicia Bender, the practical numerologist with your astro numerology forecast. Did I say that already? I don't know. I'm still in the shadow of Mercury retrograde. Hi, Felicia. Hey, hello. Happy cancer season and happy post retrograde eclipse madness <laughs> eclipse I mean, yes june the whole was thing. something june was something it was a you know it was a shake-up it was a relationship builder a relationship breaker and all of the above and all of what you said it was going to be and now we're ready to kind of heave a collective sigh because from what I understand already and Felicia's going to share with you today is that July is actually a month that we are supposed to do something that has not been recommended for a very long time and that is drum roll please to have some fun <laughs> fun what yes Fun. F-U-N. Capital oh. letters. Is that yes. legally sanctioned by the global enterprise? So. Okay. But we're going to do exactly. it anyways, because the numbers and stars we say are. so. Tell us, tell us. The numbers and stars. So why mandate are we they, do this? <laughs> well, why, why, why are we doing it? Um, so July, July overall numerologically is a seven, okay? Because it's the seventh month. So seven has a little bit more of that introspective energy. And I like to think about it. It's kind of like, well, I just thought of it this way. I'm, I'm that weird You're very seven right where now. Where it's kind okay. of like the outside... <laughs> <laughs> where it's kind of like the 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 basic energy of of each month uh so for this for july is the seven it's kind of in some ways like the shell around an m&m right it's huh. kind of what contains the candy on the inside which is <laughs> the universal energy and the mm -hmm. universal energy uh of of july because uh it the universal month for those of you just joining and like what are you talking about with numerology and astrology so numerologically a universal year is very easily uh calculated by taking the year adding it together so 2021 is two plus zero plus two plus one that is five so we add five to uh to to the number seven and we get um we get 12 correct correct and then we add one plus two, that is three. So it's a three universal month. So that's the math, everybody uh, who wanted to know how we got there. Mm -hmm. So, and yet let's, let's talk about this because it's this really great month for fun, playfulness, for getting out there, for being social, for just lightening it up a bit, right? Finding your shred of hopeful optimism wherever it may land for you does that and sound about it does right and, the and astrology it does because mars and venus are in leo this month until july 21st and they don't you know they move at different speeds venus uh has its own trajectory some year every other year only once every twice every two years do venus and mars make an exact conjunction which is um is happening on July 13th, but they're they're traveling close together. And Leo is this passionate, playful energy. Mars and Venus are 
you know, treated like the love planets when they're together. I, you know, mm. Venus is the seductress, the, you know, the charmer, the one that lays out the spread with the picnic and the, you know, and Mars well, it's is just, Venus on the half shell, right? <laughs> Venus on the half shell. And, mm-hmm. and Mars is like the planetary pelvic thrust, I call it. It's like, <laughs> unga bunga, let's do this. So they're, you know, they're definitely making everything very spirited in July. And then, you know, when Venus leaves on the 21st, one day later, the sun goes into Leo and then Mercury at the end of the month. So there's a lot of roaring happening. Um, even though we do have sensitive cancer season until the 22nd, the, the energy is more buoyant. It's like, okay, you know, the emotion ocean has a lot. It's not bringing the riptides necessarily. It's actually, I mean, a great place to kind of dive into that sparkling sea yeah it's not that hefty undertow right yeah yeah it's nice to have this sort of fiery energy of leo sort of balancing out uh cancer's depth some years it can be some very like you know we do have we still do have a lot of water energy during cancer season jupiter's retrograde in pisces and neptune is backing up through pisces too so that but but at the same time you know it's like it's a balance and and I still I have a question for you is the seven which is July the seven month the shell or the chocolate (laughs) I I believe that the seven is the shell okay it's just right it's that little thin coating around around the 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 three so the hefty the the three three is what we're you know and it's a yes why do we swear that the the green and red and blue taste different because i don't know they They don't i don't think so no somehow mentally in our mind Well, colors, colors do have their, uh, they have a flavor to them. They have that sensory uh, element to it. And I I really do want to pick up on what you were talking about with cancer season. And I, I'm, it really collides with uh, part of this energy of the three, because while the three is this uh, optimistic, very buoyant, very lively, uh, engaged energy, it's also very emotions based. So it's also when a three shows up, we are being asked to kind of delve a little deeper into our emotional uh, what, all of it, our emotional reservoir, our emotional, maybe some of our little tweaks and woundings or trauma, other things might come up a little bit more to the surface. And it, it was funny while you were talking about Leo, uh, you know, kind of balancing that out. I always, since I am Cancerian, I am a Cancer sun sign. So I always uh, lovingly and jokingly say that I'm crybaby cancer, right? So it's that. <laughs> and yet I'm thinking right now, it's not crybaby with the, with Leo. The only crybaby is it's my party and I'll cry if I want to, right? right? <laughs> so it's that kind of yeah. drama cry rather than, uh, rather than the deep, dark <laughs> right. uh, crying, if you know what I mean. Um, cancer so I will shut themselves away. Way of looking at it. Yeah, cancers will shut themselves away with yes. a bottle of whiskey and emerge looking completely composed. Whereas Leo will just, you know, ugly cry their mascara running down their face or like, you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's kind of the where and when and how. Well, you know, the three is where, bit, when, and how. Right. Like the three is a bit Leo-like in some ways because Leo can be very playful, but also can get drowned in a little bit of those like questions of self-worth, like the flip yeah. side of the Leo pride and confidence is the the plummets into feeling of feelings of like unworthiness and addiction to validation and if people don't give the applause am I good enough was I appreciated yeah was I seen yes it's three like that in a way uh can be very much so and um <clears throat> the three is always well the three let's just say has a softer underbelly in terms of um a fear of criticism right? So it's a little mm. bit of a different element or different vibe uh, to it. It's not so much seeking total aggrandizement, it, like, like I think the Leo is more often uh, associated <laughs> with. Uh, it's more, it's more about just not wanting to be, to be criticized, right? Not wanting to feel that sense of dismissal and every, so there, it's similar, but a little tiny bit different. It's kind of fun to look at the, the, the nuances sometimes. Yeah. And within each zone, sign there are plenty of nuances too so I'm glad you use that word you know um sometimes some I know a lot of modest Leos too because you have to look at your whole chart obviously to get yes. the full flavor and you know although it's funny how many Leos wind up being double Leos or triple Leos I don't know it's just like it's like it what the chart just wants to have more energy and it's doubling up in Leo but a lot of Leos are kind of quietly sensitive and and want and have this deep desire to please and this noble magnanimity and so when they feel that that isn't seen or appreciated or or interpreted correctly it can be very hard on on the souls now of course this is mars and venus and leo so you may be experiencing this all of us no matter your sign in, in your love life this this month in July and also in Mars can rule like anything you're passionate or driven about as well as Venus can can govern your creativity what you value what you spend money on so mm -hmm. you know you want to be careful about you know medicating with retail therapy when <laughs> you know or even trying to like put too much focus on Oh, well, if I just lose 10 pounds or, you know, get exactly. my, dye my hair blonde or whatever, you know, get a boob job. Yeah. It'll fix something, right. Yeah. Something mm -hmm. that's not there. And I really, uh, I'll, you know, kind of, uh, piggyback what you're talking about with that creativity coming in, because that's another uh, very solid aspect of the three energy that, uh, that the, the month is bringing us. It's, it's really, it's not only just a permission slip, it's kind of a, your, your marching orders. If you are, if you, to insert what, insert your creative um, juice and voice and whatever that is into whatever you're doing. So, and again, this can be across the board. A lot of people are like, and this goes for all signs, right? This goes for people are like, oh, I'm not, I'm not creative. I bring your creative problem solving, any sort of, and this could be with work. It can be in, you know, in relationships uh, where maybe your creativity is that, oh my gosh, rather than going to the same what same restaurant, the same time, the same night with your with your significant other or whatever, shake it up 
that one night, go do something different and, you know, something of that nature. And then Mm -hmm. also very much so if you are a creative if you're an artist, an actor, a musician, uh, any anything in the creative world, this really is a supportive energy for you to really, really, really get into it, really create, really get it out there, get it going. Um, depends on what level you are, right? If you're if you're just thinking about doing something, get it out there. Do the do the the first draft vomit, right? Mm. <laughs> in July, <laughs> uh, just don't just walk past that self doubt and and make it happen and then if you're doing that as a as someone that's what you do um, this is a really exciting energy for something to get picked up for something to move forward for something to really manifest I was just thinking that too because um yeah there's this courage that comes with Mars and Leo you know that can tap into the cancer sun uh, and Mercury and cancer and the new moon will be in cancer on July 9th where you can tap into that cancerian well and then like the drive to really take your your depth and and do something to externalize it turn it into a tangible product you know even though leo gets you know thespian street cred i think cancer is often overlooked but you know robin williams was a cancer tom hanks is a cancer you know tom cruise is a cancer and Certainly they're emoting, you know, make has made uh, for good, you know, some damn fine movies. Yeah, and some good entertainment value, right? Absolutely. So you don't know, you so- find that cancers are a little bit, again, like those chameleons, they can really merge and uh, into other emotional profiles. It, oh, it's almost, for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think it's easier for cancers to go into character. Like there's so much brewing in there for cancers, like, but because they're, you know, there's this, the self-consciousness. Um, I think sometimes cancers might be some of the finest actors out there for that very reason, because it's easier to express through an alter ego. Wouldn't you say, Krabby Crab? Yes, Krabby <laughs> McCrabberson. Yes, that's what I and uh, and I do have theatrical background, so it yeah, it PhD is, level too. Ooh, you know, so it is much easier. I find it, for me personally as a Cancerian to again, you can just immerse yourself and become become someone else. Express that way. It's it's quite quite um, what. It's quite a high, I think, for a cancer. And if I may expose a little bit of behind your shell, when we we actually became friends when you came to our very first retreat that we used to hold in Tulum, Mexico. We're not doing them anymore, but we were doing them back before Tulum was Tulum, you know? Yes. Uh, and... I remember reading the note from you that you had a PhD in theater, you're a numerologist and you played the drums. And I was like, <laughs> I cannot wait to meet this badass. And it was actually your birthday when you arrived. It too. was, that yeah. was, that was 
seriously one of my most memorable I will never forget that birthday <laughs> it was so amazing and you and Ofi were so incredibly sweet I'd never met you before and we arrived on my birthday and you knew that because you had done all of our charts right and yeah. that was we it was a, an astrology based uh, you know retreat and and you guys had a had a cake and everything of course oh, of course we did my little cancer eyes cry. <laughs> and here we are like really um, eight years later or something like yeah, that, which is wild. It, it is like longer, wild. probably a few lifetimes. You know, I know a few lifetimes and yet what a, what a beautiful time. And those, and are you, I, maybe this is a bad thing to ask on air, but are you going to do any kinds of, of retreats or anything in the, in the future? Not, in, I don't know. I'm not you don't sure know. Okay. where life will take us because you know, it's. Yes. You never know. All I'm do, saying is that we're amazing. Such- yeah, if we do, we may have to do them on a bigger scale or something. Mm-hmm. I, I loved, I loved doing that. So that was a, a fave. My Cancer South, no, just having this sort of intimate enclave. I'm taking a little time off right now, but it, it could happen, you know. Mm-hmm. God with Cancer season. Yeah. I'd love to be at the beach right now. <laughs> oh, I know. It was just really a beautiful, beautiful. You just got the most amazing groups together and just. Thank you for that. Yeah, that was really the beauty of having changer. an 11th house, being a Sagittarius, 11th house son, pe- wonderful people mm-hmm. have always flocked mm-hmm. to us. I feel very lucky in this lifetime. And, you know, to tie it to this month, I will, you know, isn't three all about friendship too? Is it a chance to really get ourselves yes. reconnected to our people, our vaccinistas or non Exactly, just your, your comfort level, the- you know? on your comfort zone and yes to get to get more social to get more connected to just you know again get get moving in that realm because it just is that feeding of the soul right um i think that is going to be uh really up close and personal in this in this three universal month in july and what a better time right just a midsummer where if you've got vacation time usually that's when it's going to be pretty much so go for it take that vacay and enjoy yourself and you may want to take it with whatever group you feel comfortable with because one of the other exciting things that's happening this month in july of 2021 is that there is the first in a double header of Aquarius full moons, July 23rd. And then there's another one on August 22nd. So it's not a blue moon technically because the, a blue moon happens when there's two full moons in one month, but it's sort of an astrological blue moon in that way. I mean, it's yes. a 13th moon. Some years there are two new moons in a sign, some years two full moons in a sign. So I, again, that there's another uplifting thing right there to Aquarius. Aquarius is one of my favorite signs personally, because it's experimental, it's open, it's progressive, it's unifying. It, you know, it's, it rules astrology, you know, it's, it's a sign. It's an energy of community that we're all missing. So I was just talking to my neighbor today. I live on a kind of a shorter block on one of a, on a big long block. You know, we have a little, there's, it's like half the size of the average block. And we've all gotten close during COVID sitting out on our porches or, you know, making sure the elderly 
folks had masks and groceries and it's been a really amazing experience living here on my street and very multicultural too so we're like we've got to do a block part like usually the city of Seattle has this one night out um and I don't know if they're going to do that this year but we're just already talking about that so if you're thinking about celebrating your neighbors or your building or your community or a group in some way you're going to get a couple of prompts this summer to do that and the first one is coming in a big way on July so maybe maybe start planning July 22nd and then unleash on August you know 23rd I can't believe I'm thinking about August already I just got really panicked like I was gonna miss summer. oh I know <laughs> no no <laughs> yeah it is as soon as it's July I find just psychologically as soon as it's July 4th it's kind of like summer's gone you know um oh in some God. strange way don't already. quote me on that and don't no. I I didn't just say that you did just it. erase it okay <laughs> oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> Is that the same? So well, you know, true, if you can just give us a little flavor, I think it's maybe a final brush stroke. Like, how does the seven mm -hmm. um, month, how does this, the, that candy coated seven M&M shell figure in? That's that candy coated seven uh, seven M&M shell. What color should it be? Purple? I think maybe purple. Are there purple so M&Ms now? Okay. I, I no think idea. there have been on special occasions. So if okay. not purple, maybe maybe yellow. I don't know. Anyway, I I I, I just haven't had any for a long time. That just that. made me want to go get a pack. <laughs> I love <laughs> dig, purple. Dig through. I think maybe it's a seasonal thing. Anyway. Uh, which is only to say that the seven is a time, uh, it's always when it shows up in a cycle like this or a month, which I would call a cycle, um, it's, it's introspective. So it's really calling, calling you inward a bit more. Uh, the seven is kind of that seeker's energy. It's very analytical, right? So it's a time where you might feel called to bring three books to the beach <laughs> rather than one. Uh, you know, you might really be called to sign up for, I don't know, for some workshop, you know, online or in person, who knows if you're in somewhere where you can do that. Uh, books, any kind of information gathering is really kind of kind of the shell that you're going to be wrapped, wrap that, that around. And the beautiful thing there is that if you're in that three energy, often that goes hand in hand with researching more, doing more, getting more information, right? Making sure that you're being able to move those pieces on the chessboard, so to speak. And the, the seven is again, slow and percolative. So it's, it, it's kind of a little interesting counterbalance to a little bit of that, you know, vivacious energy of the three, and then you can have a little bit of the counterbalance, so you don't kind of go spinning off into space. You can you can really kind of ground yourself in that seven and uh, take take a few breaths along the way. I like that. It's going to keep much like the Cancer Sun and Mercury and New Moon. It's going to keep things from getting superficial. Even as we have, there's so many ways to have fun and you know, it could be a drum circle, it could be stand up paddle boarding, and then you're rowing down a lazy river, and then you have this deep introspective conversation. I mean, I definitely count on the Leos in my life to like, take any idea and take it higher. I have, you know, mm -hmm. Leo energy 
loves to go deep and broad and all over the place with a conversation. So um, absolutely. You know, what's funny though, is you think about it as well. So I think the, a little bit of the, oh, maybe caveat is with the Leo and the seven, if they're kind of out of sync with their purpose, they, it could be just seriously, you wake up what August 1st, one big hangover, right? (laughs) (laughs) What just happened? Where am I? You know? And uh, so in other words, uh, do not go on a quest uh, to you know, taste every, you know, flight of every tequila. Yes. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a deep analysis of tequila, you know, yes, production. exactly. <laughs> production <laughs> where it comes from and why, and how it affects blood alcohol. <laughs> I'm worried about the Jalisco region of Mexico already. So, which is apparently <laughs> the only place where agave for tequila can be. Ah. Yes. Don't yes. Ask. I learned that while writing an article for Expedia on travel. So who knew that? I've been there too. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah. You are Uh, so (laughs) multidimensional. Stay. Yes. If if you wind up going to Puerto Vallarta or Sayulita, do not lean too heavily into that Leo. (laughs) (laughs) The Leo seven. Um, yeah. yeah, or or do, you know, just talk to us in August when it's an eight month and uh, you have to do some financial recovery, but yes. we'll, we, we won't worry about, yeah, that's a little cautionary tale, everyone. Yes, just a little. four coming up in, in August. And exactly. That- so brace yourself. So have fun now. You can yeah. always say, well, you can always have fun, but, but this is, this is again, sometimes as odd as it sounds for many people, um, you kind of almost have to truly write yourself a permission slip to enjoy yourself and have some fun and just lighten up and not be so results driven. Right. It's true. Um, And so that's something to just keep in mind. We all have feelings that arise when we let ourselves loose. And as you know, as children, at least in American society, you know, when you're a good kid, you're you know, you're not having fun necessarily. I mean, that may be changing nowadays, but when I was young, definitely was like, okay, sit down, be quiet, boom. So when we start to have fun, that inner punisher arises. Ophi's daughter, Sabelle, who just graduated from Upper Nyack Elementary School, go Sibby. she Yay. her school is so awesome i would i've dropped her off there a couple times on anti duty and they begin in the auditorium with i forgot what it's called some clap thing, but it's like the music like they begin the day every day with music and song like you know mm. <laughs> it was like i walked in once and they were singing david bowie's starman right after he died so it was just like so adorable like to have all these this chorus of kindergartners and what a great way to start your day yeah right like the message of fun and play so 
how can we, you know, that's something everyone could, and, and again, Mars and Venus and Leo would be all about that. So you have the, the astrological permission slip in cancer loves music. Um, mm-hmm. Start your day. Yes. Cancer like does love music. Absolutely. I can speak for that. And, and just a little offbeat little observation. Numerology is based in vibration. I mean, Pythagoras oh. was really into into music and into the astronomy and astrology and how everything, because it basically is, uh, numerology is just posited on this idea that the, that numbers carry with them vibration and frequency. And so in some ways it's, it's sound. I mean, even if you go and you think about, you, you can go to YouTube or anywhere and look up uh, frequencies right? And you can listen to music with those frequencies that carry with them, you know, healing, you know, theta waves, beta waves, all kinds of interesting things. So isn't that interesting how it all moves together? And, and so to think about starting your day with music in that way is much more than just the message. It has a wonderful, uh, vibratory influence uh, for you. Well, we use the same part of our brains for music that we do for math and engineering. So for Mm -hmm. any skeptics out there who probably are not listening or might be listening in the background, numerology and your math, uh, you know, I'm I'm really good at math myself. I don't know. Astrology uses a lot of math as well. So (laughs) I start to say astrology is very math centric. Um, I have to say that numerology really is not, in my opinion, it's, it seems like it is, you know, oh my God, numbers, it's all math. It's actually a language, in my opinion, uh, a a, a code, because the math that we do to do, uh, to do charts and everything is a very, very, I mean, it's, there are, there are calculations that need to be done, but they're not, they're not hugely complex. I mean, they wouldn't be something that Einstein would be writing on. It's more, it's more quantum, like a little bit of physics in there with the vibrational. Yeah. So it's its own, it's its own, it's mystical physics in a way. (laughs) It is, it is very much so. I do love the whole thing about Einstein though, because he was, um, he was a six actually life oh, path. Cool. And, uh, and yet, uh, cause you're a six as well. So you brilliant people, um, oh, move over, Albert, move yeah. over Albert Einstein. Here we are. <laughs> but my only point being is that I, I always like to say, think about him. And he was so again, the theory of relativity, all of these very brainiac sort of, you know, things that, and yet he also was one of those people who uh, talks about love as the greatest, you know, force of, uh, in the in the universe, he talks about uh, how intuition and is is much more what uh, powerful uh, that all his best what his best thoughts and ideas came when he was in the bathroom sort of thing. Well, and he was a Pisces too. Yeah. So, so yeah. It, it's, I, I just love to have the, the beauty of looking at the, the totality, right? We have a tendency, I think, to look at famous people and everything and just have this very, this stamp of who they are, right? Because of their one achievement or their one thing. And to really look and see the totality of someone is so fascinating to me. I know. And see. so often we don't, I feel like we just, yeah. I, I feel like you just dropped some major wisdom on us and we're like completely illustrating what a seven candy coating shell over three 
creamy chocolate center looks like right now, aren't we? <laughs> and it and it tastes so good and it melts in your mouth. <laughs> Ooh, baby, on that note, we'll just leave you to get into all kinds of sticky situations this mm-hmm. July. It's been great hanging out with you. Check us out on astrostyle.com or social media at Astro Twins and feliciabender.com. I know you have all kinds of classes and offerings and amazing readings of which I've had many and can't say enough good things about. Get a reading with Felicia. It'll set you up for your year, your life and all that. Anything else going on right now that you wanted to share about? Uh, no, just FeliciaBender.com. I've got some more, you know, just some more things coming out, but we're in percolating stage. So percolation. Yeah. I wonder what this uh, Albert Einstein field month is going to reveal for us all. Woo, quantum physics. So from our vibrational hearts to yours, we'll check you out in August, everyone. Have a great July.